Welcome to episode 26 of George's Random Astronomical Object. Every episode, I run a random number generator to select random astronomical coordinates in the sky, and I then search for an astronomical object near those coordinates and talk about what makes that object so interesting to astronomers. So I will now turn on the random number generator. So the random number generator sounds a little upset. So I'm going to press a couple of buttons and a green light has come on and the random number generator is now feeling much better. The coordinates from the random number generator for this episode are 2 hours, 51 minutes, 0, 0.0 seconds right ascension, and negative 31 degrees, 7 minutes, 42 seconds declination. This points to the IC1860 group. This is a group of galaxies named after its brightest galaxy, which, as you would expect, is the galaxy IC1860. It's not named after a genetically engineered variety of tomato. The group is located at a distance of about 319 million light years, or 98 megaparsecs, in the constellation Fornax. Although some of the individual galaxies within the group were discovered in the 19th century, the galaxies were not identified as part of a gravitationally bound group until 1980. Overall, a total of 74 galaxies have been identified as members of the IC1860 group. Somewhere between 30 and 40 of those galaxies have been classified as either spiral galaxies or lenticular galaxies, which are disc-shaped galaxies that look like really, really smooth versions of spiral galaxies. IC1860 itself is a large elliptical galaxy. For comparison, the local group that contains our galaxy has only three spiral galaxies, including ours, and no large elliptical or lenticular galaxies. In fact, the IC1860 group is so large that it might qualify as a small cluster of galaxies. No one has clearly defined what the difference is between a group of galaxies and a cluster of galaxies. Both are gravitationally bound collections of galaxies, and while everyone acknowledges that clusters are larger than groups, it's not clear how massive or how many galaxies a group needs before it gets called a cluster. The references that I found for the IC1860 group call it both a group and a cluster, sometimes in the same paragraph of text. I'm just going to call it a group for now because it seems to be called a group slightly more often. This group is large enough in mass that it also contains what is called intercluster gas. This is very thin, very hot, ionized gas found in between the galaxies and the gravitational forces of the galaxies and the dark matter in the group stop the gas from escaping. Astronomers normally study this type of gas by observing the X-rays from it, and when they looked at the gas in the IC1860 group, they didn't just see a single boring spherical cloud of gas. Instead, they found that the group was, to use their technical term, sloshing around. 
This is the same type of sloshing as coffee sloshing around in the coffee cup or water sloshing around in the bathtub. As a result of this sloshing, the gas seems to have piled up more on one side of the cluster than the other side, and X-ray astronomers also found a couple of waves of hot ionized gas within the cluster that they refer to as cold fronts. So now I'm going to go rant for a couple of minutes about this inane terminology. One of the things that I study in my personal astronomical research is cold interstellar dust. This dust is produced in the atmospheres of dying stars and drifts in between the stars in space, and it's also the material that planets form out of. When I use the word cold to describe this dust, I am talking about temperatures of around negative 255 degrees Celsius. By most normal human being standards, that's cold. I also know astronomers who study things in space that are even colder than that. When X-ray astronomers refer to the ionized gas in some parts of the IC1860 group as cold, they were actually first of all referring to this gas as cold in some sort of weird thermodynamic sense, not just cold as in temperature. But the so-called cold gas has a temperature of around 14 million degrees Celsius in one cold front and 17 million degrees Celsius in the other. By most normal human being definitions, 14 million degrees is not cold. Although it is apparently cold by the standards of the X-ray astronomers, and to be fair, these cold fronts are colder than the gas in the rest of the IC1860 group, which is mostly between 17 and 19 million degrees Celsius. Anyway, it looks like something has stirred up the intercluster gas within the IC1860 group. The easiest way this could happen is if something fell into the group. This would be similar to what would happen if you drop something into your cup of coffee or bathtub full of water. If you have a spare galaxy lying around the house, you may want to try dumping it into your cup of coffee just to see what type of waves you get. The people who looked at this cluster in the most detail think that the intercluster gas was stirred up when one of the larger spiral galaxies fell into it. They think that the spiral galaxy IC1859 may have been the galaxy that did this because it seems to be moving in the right direction, as determined by looking at the Doppler shifting of the light from it, and because it looks distorted in a way that people would expect for a galaxy that is passing through a giant cloud of intercluster gas for the first time. However, a couple of the other spiral galaxies also look a little distorted, so it could be possible that one of them stirred up the gas in the IC1860 group instead of or in addition to IC1859. What's also kind of interesting is that the orbits of the other galaxies in the IC1860 group look like they have been disturbed just a little bit by whichever galaxy or galaxies have fallen into the group. This is most obviously seen with IC1860, the largest galaxy in the group. Astronomers expect the largest elliptical galaxy in any group to sit in the center of the group, but IC1860 seems to be moving slightly relative to the center. Whichever galaxy fell into the group probably pulled it slightly out of place. So that's my summary of the IC1860 group and the inane terminology used to describe it. 
The position on the Earth's surface corresponding to the location of the icy 1860 group in the sky is a point in the Indian Ocean approximately 650 kilometers south of Madagascar. Oceanographers would describe this as a place where warm oceanic currents can be found, and given that oceanographers don't have distorted perceptions on the definitions of cold and warm, I think the rest of us would agree that these currents are indeed warm. The website for this podcast is www.randomastronomicalobject.com. You can visit the website to download episodes of the show, read information about the astronomical objects, view images of those astronomical objects, and send me random feedback. The audio was recorded and edited by George Bendo. The music is Immersion by Sasha Endy at www.sasha-endy.de, which is distributed by filmmusic.io under a CC 4.0 attribution license. The sound effects are from the Freesound Project at www.freesounds.org. Thanks for listening.